Hey, this is Pastor Spencer with Racine Bible Church. You're listening to a sermon from a Sunday morning. Uh, brothers and sisters, I just want to say thank you so much for coming and working with us. We missed you, that's why we followed you up to this very day. <laughs> we wanted to stay with, with you guys, but it, it happened that you came. So that's why we are here, to continue staying with you. Our brothers and sisters, partnership in mission is not only doing that with a check, but it is very important for us to understand in missions that working with, uh, alongside with a missionary or missionaries is very, very effective in diverse ways. Through the preaching and uh, testimonies from the groups that go there to talk about Jesus Christ, they spiritually edify the people in the field. So they see the people and therefore through their testimonies and their preaching and teaching of the word, they get to be edified spiritually. They deeply identify the needs of the missionaries and the people they minister the gospel to, like what the group, when they came, they were able to understand the ministry that we are involved in, and also they were able to understand the needs within us and also within the people, and also Sunrise Kids. People in the field understand that the kingdom of God is for all nations, for tribes, and including the Americans. So when you come and you minister to the people that we are involved in every day, people understand that the gospel is so much inclusive. It is not for only the Kenyans that need the gospel, but everybody needs that gospel of Jesus Christ. Through the testimonies of the group, People in the field understand that the struggles they have are in all human beings, and sin is universal to all people, and, all diver and what they need is the grace of God of salvation. Going over to the mission field and working alongside the missionaries bring awareness of spreading the gospel, interaction, mutual understanding between the missionary and the serving church and create mutual friendship. Like now we didn't know who are these guys who came. And now we are friends. We are brothers and sisters. Not only to the group, but all of us, we come together and we know what to pray for. Visiting missionaries in the field help people visited to understand that Christ is for every tribe, tongue, and nation. So we come together as brothers and sisters in Christ, and we understand that the gospel is for all of us. Visiting missionaries encourages all of, all of us to work or to look beyond ourselves to the nations. It also helps us to direct our thoughts to the Savior Jesus Christ of the world. It is a life-changing experience for those who visit 
the missionaries or missionary. And out of that experience, God called some of them to go into the mission field. Like the people we had, I am hoping it was really a very life-changing experience and some of them will consider going to the mission field. And that's the call that God has called us to do as believers. It creates an understanding of the real needs in the field of the missionary, creates the familyhood between a missionary and the setting church, and creates an understanding of what to pray specifically for. Like now, they have the group that came they didn't know the ministries that we talk about. We talk of the three or ministries. And when they came and they were involved, they know for sure what they should be praying for. The RBC mission team now understand what we do in the three ministries and what to pray for specifically. I want to say thank you so much, brothers and sisters at RBC, for sending a mission team to work with us in Kenya. We have no enough words to express ourselves to you, but we want to say thank you and thank you and thank you again. If we were, we were able to, uh, to take care of the 14, we can take care of 30 and above. So come and come again. <laughs> I want to invite all of us briefly to come to the book of Matthew. Um, if you can open the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 5, verse 10 to 12, and only a few minutes, uh, the Gospel of Matthew, uh, chapter 5, verses 10 to 15. It's the Beatitude, the Sermon on the Mountain, but uh, verse number 10. Blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when people insult you, persecute you, and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. Rejoice and be glad because great is your reward in heaven. For in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were there before you. When I was Thinking of what to share this morning with the brothers and sisters here at RBC, I thought of a missioner's life in the gospel proclamation. Mission, a missioner's life in the gospel proclamation. All believers, we the believers, we are called by God to be missioners. Missioners are the people who are called to take the gospel to those unreached people group where they are, and therefore, it is the mandate, it is the purpose of, the, uh, of all believers to take the gospel to those unreached people group. This was the time that Jesus took the disciples to the mountain, and he was followed by many other people, but uh, the message of the gospel here is really to those who followed him but the disciples. At the end of the day, he commissioned them and he said, go ye therefore and make disciples of all nations. So he wanted them to be the, uh, the, the missionaries of the gospel, 
to go not only within themselves, but take the gospel somewhere else so that people can hear about who God is, especially the salvation of Jesus Christ. So therefore, he wanted to open the minds of his disciples. Not only opening the minds of his disciples, but also to open the eyes of his disciples so that they can see how the world is, uh, is full of sin. So therefore, they can go and proclaim the gospel. And uh, he also wanted to, to tell them it is not easy to take the gospel to other people. The disciples were soon to be commissioned. I mean, they were supposed to be sent after this sermon on the mountain. And I want to propose to us today that the mission mandate of a missioner is therefore to do any activity, any activity that will bring people to Christ or near Christ, like the building of the homes, even without proclaiming the gospel, that is enough for the people to know that these people have Christ in them. It is an activity that brings people near Jesus Christ, and after that, we point them to Jesus Christ. Therefore, I propose to all of us that anything that we do to bring people near Jesus Christ is the work of a believer. Focusing on the three verses of uh, today, very briefly, we are going to see three visible conditions that Jesus Christ is teaching the believers today or that time as they reach out people with the gospel. And the first uh, visible situation of a missionary is that sometimes he or she might, be not, be, uh, might not be right by people as you proclaim the message. Looking at the disciples, Jesus has used the word breast or breasted or breast, makario. And he is talking about the congratulated, happy are the people who will always be involved in the mission. In the Roman time, in the Roman government and Jewish culture, the people who were congratulated or breast or were considered to be breast are the people who were rich, famous, kings, and the high priest. But Jesus brought this in a very opposite way, and he said, blessed are the people who are persecuted because of the righteousness and proclaiming the gospel. That's what he is say, saying here. So therefore, it is really opposite of what was expected by the Jews and the Roman government. In verse number 10 through 11, Jesus listed three real and active situations which will happen to the missionaries or the people who take the gospel to other people. Because of him, and he is saying who he, and those who are saying who he is, and they will face these uh, three things that he is talking about. He is saying, as they proclaim the message of the gospel, they will be persecuted. This is not only the physical persecution. There is also the emotional persecution. And this is to say they will be driven away from whatever they are doing. I mean, the, 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 from the message. They will be harassed. 
bad things will happen to them because of preaching, of proclaiming who you are, the, you, the faith you have in Jesus Christ. So it is not only physical harassment or beating, but it has to do with the, you will be dehumanized because of Jesus Christ. You will be mocked because of Jesus Christ. You will be belittled because of your Christian faith and even being classified in the classification of the people who really don't think because of talking about Jesus Christ. At the time of disciples, they were also accused. You remember even the story of uh, the disciples. Many of them were harassed. They were ridiculed. They were persecuted. Not because of the bad things that they did, but because of proclaiming Jesus Christ. Remember even the story of uh, Peter, the disciple? He was crucified um, upside down because of his testimony, because of what he said about Jesus Christ. And this is what Jesus is talking about here, that a missioner, the one who takes the gospel to other people, sometimes might be persecuted because of Jesus Christ. This is not telling us to be scared, but we should be strong, straight and strong and proclaim who we are. Our faith in him must be manifested to other people. That's what Jesus is talking about. It was uh, during the, the time of the apostles and when they were persecuted, they were persecuted because of proclaiming the gospel, they are royalty to Jesus Christ, and therefore he is encouraging all of us that even when people tend to persecute us psychologically, mentally, physically, emotionally because of who we are with Jesus Christ, we should understand that they are persecuting us not because they hate us, but they hate Jesus Christ in us. Therefore, brothers and sisters, it is very important to understand that taking the gospel to other people is not easy, and that's what Jesus wanted to communicate to the disciples. He also mentioned something else that will happen to them, that he or she, a missioner, will be insulted, not because of what he or she has done, but because of Jesus Christ in them. The other thing he has mentioned is that uh, the people will talk evil because of the missionaries. But we should not be scared because Jesus also mentioned that's what they did even to the prophet of old. We will not be the first people to be insulted because of uh, preaching and uh, affirming our Christian faith. Jesus said they also insulted the prophet of old. So, it is to say, even us will experience the same thing. Before he concluded this sermon, he also said that, uh, the, he also promised the two things which might be even ours today as we proclaim the gospel. A missioner will have a better future life. We will have better future life. And he has mentioned two things within that aspect that we will be rewarded. The reward 
is to them. And the reward he is talking about is not only the reward down here on earth, but we will be rewarded, will be given a crown of rejoicing, a crown of glory when he is revealed because of what we do for him. But the good thing is that uh, what we do, we do because Christ has already done it on the cross for us. He did, he finished the work on the cross for us. So we will not have all those crowns within us, but we will just put them down on his feet, declaring that uh, you have done all this. I am who I am because you did it on the cross. Amen, brothers and sisters? Yes, we will be crowned. And he is also talking about that when we continue preaching and go the gospel and also extending this ministry of the gospel to other people, even to our friends, whoever, wherever you are, it's not only going internationally, but wherever you are, you proclaim who you are in Jesus Christ to your friends, to your families, and to whoever else. But it will not be easy. Some people will not accept who you are in Jesus Christ. But we have been promised the reward and also to be in heaven with him. It's not a good, is, is that not a good thing? The reward will be given because of doing what we are called to do. And we will also be in heaven with him. That's the best thing I know. So there, that's the best thing I know. So brothers and sisters, to summarize this thing, is that uh, let us obey the command of God of reaching out to the people with the gospel. Let us reach our workmate, friends, neighbors, relatives. Let us invite non-believers to the church. Let us invite our, small, uh, our neighbors and those who are not Christians to our small groups our ranchers, families, and all those activities, bring them to Jesus, bring them down here in the church. Don't tell them more. Pastor Spencer will tell them more and point them to Jesus Christ. Our work is to bring them down here. Otherwise, they will fight you. Tell them to come and see the, be the, the beauty of the, of the building. Pastor Spencer is very... He knows what to do with those guys. Bring them here. Amen? Let's bring them here. So, let us desire to go and visit missionaries. Let us consistently be praying for local and international missionaries and the unreached people group. Amen. To find out more about our ministry, contact us at racinebible.org. Thank you for listening.